I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Welcome back, bitches. Your girls. We are back in the episode. And we want to welcome you all in the best way and the only way we know how. This episode is brought to you by our favorite and only sponsors, Outsider, (laughs) who we love, adore, and suck on every single podcast and all day and all night. It is the most delicious apple sour lolly tasting freaking cider and we have it all the time and we look hot and cute so make sure you get one if you do get one if you bag yourself a couple of these salt after can these salt after cans take a pic send us that pic and we will repost it and um we love it we love it uh gals other fyi we extended our merch sale until the 21st of october uh basically we thought that the merch would only ship on the last day like we thought we could only like ship when all the orders came in they said no so we were like fucking put this on for another week so you have until sunday the 21st of october to pick up the flyers merch in the game uh we've got (laughs) you guys have been loving it we've got long sleeve t-shirts got totes we've got a mug really good price send it in we've got pics we love seeing your pics if you got them um and yeah go buy our merch babies yeah because a third note we have something even more exciting for you guys. We are hitting the stage again. Thank you so much to all the gals who turned up to our first show because the reason we got to book this second show is because of because all you bitches. Because of your energy, because it sold out so quick. Um, I'm going to spill that tea. Yeah. Aiken Productions were horny for us after <laughs> the last show. They were like, because obviously we came in and they were like, what the fuck are these two crazy biatches? Yeah. And then they so that we also brought in a whole load of crazy biatches and they were like, there is something here. So instantly they were like, okay, we need to book you, we need to book you. So we were like down to do one before Christmas. We want it to be kind of like, you know, there's so much shit to do in Christmas, but yeah. there's also like everything's booked out, everything's packed, everything's gross, sweaty. Yeah. Um, This is something that you can do with your gals. Get a group of your school gals, your work gals. Perfect for your girly gals. Christmas night. I know so many yeah. girls out there. So we are hitting the stage. As Lindsay said, it's Christmas time. It's the 5th of December. So height of the Christmas party season. It is a Wednesday, but come on, it's silly season. We're all out drunk on every single bloody day during exactly, December. Huh? So 5th of December, the Sugar Club. And this is where the tea is at, girlies. Listen up if you've listened 
have not listened so far listen to this one thing the Tivoli was 420 people it sold out in three weeks this is only 250 people this show is also going to be different to our last one so if you came to our last one don't worry we're not doing in any way the same set it's a different vibe it's a more intimate vibe obviously still that high energy that it girls vibe however yes. it's going to be just we're going to be able to connect with you more see you more and we're so excited so tickets are on sale this Friday uh, October 19th I believe um, 9am Ticketmaster we'll have the link on our Instagram stories the tickets again yeah. are 18 euro like last time 20 euro including booking fee yeah so it's like really good value yeah and you're just guaranteed that you're gonna have a great gals night out it's gonna be like we said high energy and we have so many we just we're brainstorming after kind of receiving like doing our first live show we just got so inspired for and kind of you know felt your fucking energy and what you guys loved and what we thought that you guys wanted to see and hear more of so we have fucking gas ideas and it's just gonna be freaking hilarious so yeah. when we um, hone in our ideas more we'll kind of share them with you so you have an idea of what kind of show it's going to be but honestly and if you guys have any requests let us know too if you totally. this is going to be more of a podcast vibe if you have something that you want us it obviously has to be a broad enough topic it can't be you know and we're not going to talk about something we've already done a podcast on so yeah we're going to talk about like it's going to be how, like every time that we sit down to do a podcast we have our certain topics so it's going to be like that and we're going to share the kind of vague idea of the topic before the show so you're going to get an idea um and it's just going to be another stand-up comedian kind of vibe because we're yes. funny fuckers so and we don't mind patting ourselves do, on the back do not we will always pat on the back and do not be that girl again if you were that girl with FOMO last time don't be that girl again mm-hmm. this Friday October 19th 18 euro 9am honestly we were shooketh at not only how they sold out but also how people were like literally as soon like on the day of the show someone would put up like that they had a spare ticket or something and within one minute that ticket would be gone like Mm -hmm. these i'm sorry fucking guys there's nothing like this on the market there's no night out like this there's nothing like it so it's sought after because who doesn't want to be in a room with a group of fucking deadly ass gas gals all lolling and having the same vibe we're all surfing that fucking wave funky town together so once again Lindsay keeps <laughs> I'm trying to put the sting in the sting the sorry. sting is 18 <laughs> euro it's on sale Friday Ticketmaster 9am it goes mm-hmm. live we'll have the link in our Instagram we'll have the link in our bio we'll have all that shit up so if you can't find it on Instagram go on Go can't find it on Ticketmaster go to our Instagram it'll be there go get your tickets as soon as yeah. fucking possible. see Jenny does the kind of complicated things I sell the five she sells the more I sell the tickets <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Joking, honey. <laughs> honey, honey. Let's just be real for a minute. Oh, okay. We're not fighting. <laughs> we both have fucking tickets. <laughs> but I'm okay. saying that you're more. You're better. Okay, at that we can shower. wrap it up. We can wrap it up. Go on. I'm not wrapping anything up. <laughs> Six minutes of us trying on about ads. <laughs> it's not an ad. It's a fucking lifestyle. It's true, hon. Anyway, hon. We've got a juicy episode for you guys. Say, so lots has been going on in the celebrity world as per bloody usual. Um, and of course, yeah. we're not only talking about fucking celebs. We bring it back into the wider sense. We bring it back into every day what you might have seen. And I saw something on Twitter this week that made me enraged. Lindsay, baby. me. TBH, celebs are politics. TBH, they can say a lot about the politics. Because the culture right now isn't dense. Anyone can speak up. So... As I'm sure a lot of you gals saw 
this week It was World Mental Health Day Sometime last week And obviously as any hashtag fucking holiday We see everyone's sharing Which is obviously all around good No one's hating on the freaking mental health awareness But like you do see a lot of the same thing You know, Mm -hmm. you see a lot of the like, don't worry, just speak up kind of, you know, generic positive things, which are great, positive vibes, etc, etc. However, like two days later, and this is to kind of like, I guess like we just spoke on the whole Kanye thing, like last week. And then like, obviously it went even crazier last, a few days after where Kanye went to go meet Trump in the White House. And we're not going to be talking about the political side of that because... Who the fuck Not who the fuck cares But like as we said In our last episode Like I We both could give a fuck About celebrities politics To be honest You know It's not really Like mm-hmm. our, our dish Um, However Something that I saw Kind of Unfold On Twitter And on Instagram And all over my social media Was the same people Or just A huge amount of people Who were On one hand Kind of Lauding Dare I say Trumping The importance Of mental health and you know rightly so like bringing down the stigma about being open about having struggles with mental health or Mm. mental uh you know whether you want to call it like a mental illness whatever you know um we're also kind of really being quite derogatory I found towards Kanye West um I just saw a lot of stuff that was kind of like As you said earlier Lynn's like Oh you're a Lula Like well we're not going to Take that seriously Mm -hmm. Which I just kind of Found it's like It's just a It's an interesting thing For us to touch on Because it's like Okay So On one hand You want people to Break down the stigma On one hand You want people to be Especially men And especially I do know that it's a Big issue in uh, African American culture As well For men In America which is like talking about mental health and they have huge struggles with, you know, it's, you know, it's quite stigmatized still maybe in their culture and male culture in general it is. And then apparently more so in like uh, lower class income houses, which a lot of those are um, African-American people in like, you know, especially Chicago where he comes from. I'm taking it back to even in um, Ireland in our own little country. Yeah. Um, My sister has just started volunteering for the rape crisis center Mm -hmm. and, um, She's getting trained in and everything like that. And there's... Or no, sorry, she's... It's a, the woman's... The well woman, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Women's um, shelter. So, yeah, so there's so many different charities that are completely geared towards women. However, there's just one for men and it's called Amen. Yeah, I told Lucera about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, but exactly, I hadn't heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people, I'm sure, who are listening to this hadn't heard of it. However, everyone's heard about the female ones. And the Amen one is more on, yeah, like domestic violence. You know, so like... What I mean is that like here is a man who, you know, by all means, as we would think, like, you know, beautiful wife, happy family, loves money, great, successful career, like has openly discussed his struggles with mental health and like how he had like, you know, has had multiple like nervous breakdowns and also has struggled with depression in his past. Surely that's a good thing that he comes open to it. However, when he does one thing that we disagree with, all of a sudden that's all pushed aside because he's mad. Mm. And he's mental And clearly this is part of his bipolar dis- disorder Which is like I just find that really Reductive To kind of like It's like reducing someone to just their Mental illness or their struggle You know what I mean mm-hmm. I was talking to someone uh, A friend of mine Dave On Instagram about it Or on Twitter should I say And he tweeted about it Because he's a Kanye West fan as well 
and he was like on my side and stuff and like I just he was like you know obviously Kanye isn't above criticism which is completely true um but like can he said like can we stop bringing in like can we stop like kind of uh he I I think his point was more like we shouldn't talk about what he's doing because he's mentally ill I'm using air quotes and I kind of replied and I was like it's not that we shouldn't talk about it because he's mentally ill because that's also reductive what we shouldn't be doing is blaming anything that we don't see as okay or that you don't see as in line with your politics or expected from the person don't just then push that aside as well that's because he's mad Mm. yeah do you know what I mean I guess like I get what you mean is that that kind of um I guess a balance of I mean, to be honest, I guess it just completely expresses how people don't know how to handle Mm. anyone with mental health illnesses. It's not it's not a common knowledge kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. when someone when, you know, the general public or whatever here that Kenya West has been diagnosed as or what is he bipolar apparently he said he was misdiagnosed as well which a lot which of people happens are, a lot of the time a lot of the time he said that he had a severe um that. yeah you were i remember you told me that before he said he had severe sleep deprivation which apparently are very similar um i mean mental health is such it's a so massive, complex massive complex thing um you know even stuff like say sleep deprivation or uh massive trauma in your life can like push you towards being depressed or being this mm-hmm. or being that and then it's difficult for people to diagnose you mm-hmm. um because when it's circumstantial or whatever which i think is what he was kind of alluding to that he had yeah. more circumstantial depression rather than like actual clinical bipolar yeah. disorder mm-hmm. you know so but i think it does definitely kind of speak to me that people don't really know how to handle or ha- just even know they're just completely and myself probably including it included in some regard is how to work around someone with a mental health like an open mental health issue Mm -hmm. like I mean and you see that continuously happening whether it's in like the media or in real life I mean you don't know what is his mental health speaking or what is or or how do you kind of like get the balance between Mm -hmm. like Kanye West obviously you know he has his beliefs he have he has his opinions and they are valid regardless of his mental health state the state of mental health like that is what he's thinking and I mean I think yeah it's a difficult one it is a difficult one to kind of like but I think it's like um for example like uh Azealia Banks basically came out and she was kind of saying like and I think she made a really valid point um, when I was looking at her Instagram story about it she was kind of saying like okay like fair enough if you don't agree with what Kanye did or what Kanye believes or if you think the way he spoke at the White House was maybe he seemed like he was going through like a manic phase or something but she said like at least he had the balls basically to do what no other uh, black celebrity has done for their community now this is her words not mine of course um like he basically had the balls to go in as a black celebrity to the president and you know fight for some form of like protection for their people and she was kind of saying like say what you will about it but like he's the only fucking fucker who's gone in there and done it so that kind of whole conversation is being brushed aside and then like she came out and she had this big thing and that went semi-viral and then all of the 
I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter then the next day being like another bipolar person like they were like Azealia Banks comes out in defense of Kanye mm. West and then in the article they'd be like Azealia Banks who also was known to struggle with bipolar disorder I think what you're trying to say is that like stop devaluing people's opinions just because they have been yeah know, it's just diagnosed re- or misdiagnosed w- with whatever as in like it's reductive you know, you know but it is it is reductive in that regard that like you know it's just and that's where the stigma comes from like say it's mm. just like saying if a depressed if a depressed person is really sad in one day you're like oh well you're, you're depressed yeah it's kind of like devaluing the um severity of their even feelings in that way mm. and saying like with um in regards to Kanye or Azidi Banks it's just kind of like brushing them off as like you're just a mental illness mm. therefore you're just mental and yeah. your opinions cannot in and any way be taken seriously nothing you ever say especially if it comes from a place of passion like the minute someone comes from a place of passion and says something passionately oh well now you're being manic or that you're just purely yeah. your illness that like let's just disregard your intelligence your integrity your um like you said your passion or your history of success and just now all you mm. are is your like you're having a manic episode and nothing that you're saying I'm not going to even listen to it kind of thing yeah yeah I'm just going to shut down and not take any of it seriously because you are have opened up and that's how it's regressive in that regard where like it kind of seems like are like if you are coming out and being open with something um that you've struggled with mental health wise or if you've been diagnosed with something if it's then going to be thrown back in your face and used against you then how the hell are you expected to ever be open with something say if in the workplace if you are a boss if you're like high up in the workplace and you come to your uh people beneath you or even your superiors and say like look this is something that i deal with i'm working through it yada 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 but then if you mess up when work or something, you know, you don't want that then to come back to bite you in yeah. the ass and to be used against you because then you, in that way, you may as well just freaking keep it secret and then totally. you can get away with more because like, it's the whole thing with mental health, which is, I mean, I guess we're just so used to seeing that word be so oversaturated as in like, people aren't just sad anymore, they're depressed. Yeah, People yeah, aren't yeah. just a bit anxious today, they have an anxiety, you know, people are using these words really loosely so it kind of like, my waddies down the worth of the word totally. and then you know the people who are truly suffering and dealing with it in such an intense way are their like struggle is valued less because you know freaking Eileen down the road who is using you know her hangover as this as a way to get out of work because she's hashtag anxious mm-hmm. you know just like I said it just waters down the kind of this integrity like, for everyone their integrity yeah and it's like I mean I even saw it in some instances like literally being used as an excuse to being racist against Kanye West which I just found like I was like sitting back looking at this like a gaw just saying like because and the thing is, is like because it was coming from like PC people saying it it was mm. seen as like anti-Trump but I was like hold on you're all actually being like low-key actually freaking high-key racist about Kanye West because what they were saying was load of people were like their overall argument was like he's black therefore he can't like Donald Trump so he must be going through a manic phase and I'm like so you're saying that the only way you could think that Kanye West could support Trump or want to even go see Trump or want to be in the Oval Office or with mm. Trump is because he's mental not because he's a, an intelligent man who has or even just a the person in his right mind who's made up his own idea of what like, he wants to believe. What's like, so head-wrecking about that as well is that like 
the dude is your president. So not only are you just calling Kanye Mantle for one to like converse with this guy, you're calling everyone who like made this guy your president. 90 million people or something. Yeah. Like, and also, I mean, I remember Kanye West saying like before this whole like, you know, Trump became who he is now Mm -hmm. and everyone hates him and all that kind of shit. Like he was in freaking Snoop Dogg's videos. Yeah. He was in Sex and the City, Home Alone. He was like the dog. He was like he was raps. He was he a said G. He, he used to say that he was raps like favorite person. And like I remember um, another thing that Kanye West said was oh no sorry um, I saw a meme on Instagram actually come up and it was P Diddy and he basically said the freaking n word about Kanye which is whatever and he said like tell this person. Uh, he said something really derogatory like they kind of bring up this whole Uncle Tom vibe which is like a black person who it was a book about a black person who owned a slave so it's like a derogatory way to kind of say like you're kind of like being the quote unquote like slave owner or white guy you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and he basically said that and it was like as you know like on Instagram the carousel it was like a screen grab of P Diddy saying that about uh, Kanye West in the White House and then you scrolled and it was a picture of P Diddy arm in arm shaking hands with Donald Trump about Mm. 10 years ago so it's like where is the line here you know like it's just it's so reductive to it's like it was literally being used as a form of racism like I just found that like shooketh and it was from all from the people the most PC people I know were saying this and they're always from what Jenny and I have spoken many a time um, on me couch and in the pub Mm -hmm. or wherever we're shy talking the most PC people are the most outrageously kind of PC and very like what's kind of current in Twitter yeah. land or, you know, what's kind of accepted on, you know, whether it's on Instagram, like mm-hmm. the kind of accepted way of thinking in today's society. Those ones are very like so active like that, that they can't even hear yeah. the opposite side. They are always the fuckers to be aware of. Yeah, honestly, someone who always is so closed, yeah, who can't even invite conversation. Like you were saying, at least Kanye is. I mean, who knows? Maybe Kanye is being this evil genius and being like trying to get Trump on his side to well, be you know, able he, to manipulate. He him, literally like. got Trump apparently to. Trump has come out on record now saying that he's going to relook at like prison reform. Like people are like dogging on Kim and Kanye. Yet Kim, oh sorry, got someone out of prison. Mm-hmm. By talking to the president Kanye has now He went into Who the Who was the person That she got out of prison uh, What's her name Martha P. Stewart oh, yeah, yeah. That woman And now mm. she's starting Her own foundation To get people Women especially mm. Who've been on Non-violent drug charges Out of prison mm-hmm. Who are overcharged Because that's a huge problem In America Especially for black people Because there's a lot yeah. of people And like not even just Black people But like people who are Um you know lower income like they're just the new like it's the new way that the new slaves slaves. that was Kanye's song we're the Mm. new slaves where he talks about people like you know a new form of like slavery and he has and that was integral that was there was something like I spoke in the last podcast there was something um, that was put in um, when like uh, keeping people as slaves or whatever Mm -hmm. um, blacks as slaves years ago obviously hundreds of years ago when that stopped they just found a new way to weave it into the well yeah that's what Kanye actually I I was meant to say that to you because I remember we spoke about that last week uh, between each other it was um, the Kanye brought this up where he said he wanted to he said abolish but I think he meant amend because he came out and said it amend amend the 13th amendment now the 13th amendment is something in America that banned slavery however in the, the thing in the constitution it says we're banning slavery except for prisons 
And this is Kanye's thing because he's like, that's the new slavery. Because that was their new way. And yeah. like, um, yeah, a friend of mine who lives in Texas, she works with um, just kind of trying to rehabilitate people when they come out of prison. And she mm-hmm. was like, it's just a massive, massive problem. Mm. You can see it. Like, I mean, obviously we've seen like this whole Black Lives Matter thing coming out in the past few years. Honestly, once you get kind of hashtag woke to that shit, watching bad girls clubs the past few weeks, there's always like one or two you know in the whole in a season there will be like one or two black girls they are always the ones who get arrested really always. oh like even from the like, police kind of thing. yeah yeah like if they're in yeah, the club yeah, and a yeah. fight starts even if it's literally not them and they're starting always it, they're the most always chill. the ones who are kind of um considered they're just like presumed to be the most aggressive so they'll mm-hmm. arrest them like it happens it fucking yeah. happens in like the most serious ways and the the whole like narrative that's going on around him at the moment is just how like crazy is crazy is crazy mm. is and like watch it was he on um jimmy kimmel that night when he did that was that jimmy kimmel there was jimmy kimmel on snl yeah snl was the most recent oh one. yeah jimmy kimmel was a while ago i oh, yeah. cracked up at that interview i was like honestly like dabbing the whole way through it was <laughs> so good um he was just like you know they told me i couldn't be a producer what did I do? I became the world's best producer. <laughs> they told me I couldn't rap. I became the world's biggest rapper. They told me I couldn't have a clothing line. I had the, the biggest best selling clothing yeah. line ever. So it's kind of like, but we will just, you know, wrap him up as just this crazy bastard and totally ignore the fact that he clearly is a genius. Yeah. You know, that comes always as a secondary, even when you hear his own like work peers talk mm. about him. They're always like, can you? When they're like, you know, blowing him up on Twitter, like, can you? I really think you should just consider getting back in your meds, man. I mean, yeah, you're a great rapper. You're great. That's always secondary. Yeah. It's like, how about you maybe take that first and maybe consider that this could be his next move. Maybe he will be yeah. like an next pregnant I think this like, who it, knows? it sits perfectly well within his oeuvre of like, of artistry like I was talking to my brother about this and we like Louis was like he was like I think Kanye's class like Louis was like I think Kanye's brilliant he's like but I just don't agree that he's a genius and we had this whole hashing it out kind of thing where and we just went back and forth and back and forth and then at the end Louis was like to be honest like actually maybe Kanye's most genius moment is wearing that MAGA hat going into the into the Oval Office and basically being the one person who will be like I'm going to come in here as a celebrity with huge influence because clearly Donald Trump, that is the type of thing that Donald Trump clearly values values is like fame and like having a famous person also think he's cool. Mm -hmm. As I've said, and I know people will at me, these are both Geminis as well, can we just say? (laughs) Same with Azealia Banks. And Geminis... Same where Mike dropped, podcast ended. But like, you know, some people always say, Jenny, can you please talk more about the astrology thing? But so if we're going to do it, like I'll do a little recap. Geminis... like Geminis always like to be liked. Geminis... um, are very socially adaptive. They like to also kind of go against the grain. Most air signs do. They kind of like to be seen as like cool and like, you like black, I like white. Mm -hmm. They're contrarians, okay? And especially a Gemini. A Gemini is a a classic contrarian. So like, it's almost like Trump and Kanye can read each other and benefit from it equally. Because Trump is probably like, bloody deadly. I've got like literally the world's most famous rapper in here Mm -hmm. talking to me. And Kanye's like, okay, I can maybe get something out of this. So like, who's doing more for your culture? Who's doing more? P. Diddy on Instagram slating Kanye West. Or just he, for likes as well. Yeah. Oh, just for just clout. for likes. Same with Eminem when he came out. Like, Trump, you're orange. You're orange. Like, I mean, so <laughs> again, you're not doing anything progressive in that regard. You're just casually slagging someone's patan, like which, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, weak at best. Um, 
yeah it's just not progressive it's like stop stunting people's conversation yeah. it's just like this is why there's this whole like sheep mentality right now and just even like Instagram-y shy and like people being afraid of speaking up clearly when the whole Trump thing was going on and it's the same here even with repeal with all that conversation mm-hmm. like you know the lifers were so fearful of speaking up and you know that was all obviously great for our stance where we were pro-choice however it did disable um just a certain conversation that could have maybe helped really hone in what everyone is looking mm-hmm. for what restrictions are we looking for I'm you not know make it, it was so, kind of like um, say with the repeal thing it was very much like free safe legal if you're not on that you're not on our side we yeah. fucking hate you and blah, blah blah and we've even spoken about how that mm. kind of made me feel like oh I'm not I couldn't I, mean? I felt like you know like I mean we it was a I think the first time ever we brought in a bill that wasn't tightly um like people didn't know what was kind of going to mm-hmm. happen if it was brought through which is like a risky thing to do yeah. in politics and you know it, it's that kind of just disabling of like if you say anything that isn't completely on the like you know if it's in any way against the grain if you're going to come out and publicly say that then you're going to be bashed and who wants to be bashed whether it's public or whether it's down the pub with your mates mm-hmm. or wherever the fuck it is like mm-hmm. but we should be able to like the more progressive way to converse and like grow and learn is to be able to just like not go down each other's throats and not just be like Kanye you're just a fucking mm. and that's Kanye's entire thing that he's always been talking about recently he's always like I like he is cracking me up at one point because he keeps being like I can't do that sorry I will rephrase that we and he always he keeps saying we don't use words like can't <laughs> and he goes I'm gonna rephrase that too we have not done that yet like he, he keeps does. doing that and, and I sad. would say if someone is still doubtful something that I did I, he was definitely talking he reminded me of me and Lindsay when we were at a meeting with our agent we got all freaking hyper and we started talking mental that's the way he was looking in that white office to me that he was literally excited as feck to be in there and just talking gibberish but if you go on his inst- his Twitter he d- actually did a fucking deadly periscope the other day and he called it like about mind control which sounds like conspiracy-ish but it's not like he just kind of expanded on it. he was speaking very calmly and more just on the sense that he was just like I just don't agree that people should control how I think and people think that they can tell me what to think and people can tell me not to wear this and not to wear that mm-hmm. like no one has the authority and like that's a very empowering thing to, to be like no one has authority to tell you that you can't believe in something and you can't do something and that has always been his motto it's always like as you said they told me I can't be a producer I'm gonna be a producer you know so yeah like when are we gonna just be like actually yeah you're right props bro yeah do well, you know They'll all be wearing his Yeezy MAGA hat next season. I mean, he looked good in it. And I was like, yeah, I want it. Okay, we're going to move on top we to are. top. Oh, we've got a little outsider moment we for you. We bloody do, So obviously, guys know Outsider are amazing sponsors. And their entire-ish, their shit, is all about being cray-cray and just being yo damn Just self. being, like Kanye, a complete and utter outsider against the grain who gives a fudge, not us, because we're outsiders. And today, Gina and I went for a little bite, bite to, eat. to eat, a little drinky drink in, in town. An extremely Insta place. And the place was empty, girlies. And yeah, you, if go you, check our Insta if you want to get the tag. Yeah. Um, the place was empty and Jenny and I sat down, we were looking at this freaking vibe and we were like, we need Good the pig. God, get me up there. <laughs> that background is crying for me. It's begging for me. So this outsider moment is when you see that Insta... Up. Up. Right in front of you. It's on a silver platter. 
and you're kind of like oh my god but it's kind of awkward if i just like fucking take a picture in front of this fucking thing and you're like you know what throw off your coat freaking pert up those boobs get up on the table pose check the phone to see if you got the pic pose again check the yeah get that pic can we have another round round five round five can you just tell me one two three and then take it thank you because i will guarantee you every single cool pic you have seen by an instagal in an insanely crazy pose haunts they are the reason they're getting those likes because they're putting their freaking neck out there oh yeah me and Lindsay were climbing on the bar at this place today and people might see that pic and be like oh my god gosh like just no, no, do no. it girl and the best way to have that is have a fellow outsider with you like my yes, girly totally because when we're together that's when we don't give a fudge yeah. on don't my do own. it with your fella I low-key give a fudge with a fella I definitely give a fudge mm-hmm. but when it's with you I'm like ah and everyone was looking and everyone was kind of like getting annoyed but guess what we don't give a fudge <laughs> so literally girls if you are in the mood for a little insta vibe just do it and live your outsider lives live your best lives and thank you outsider for sponsoring thank you so much once again another outsider moment mm-hmm. so now the juice the meat the meat the okay, so what are we talking about we are, okay we are okay. gonna talk about i mean we've spoken about this relate we've spoken about i mean ariana grande and pete davidson like to hate the whole world who's been speaking about this relationship how would you not five be? months they have been going out and our favorite thing about doing this podcast so topically now like with me and Lindsay meet every week exactly. is literally being able to literally talk about something that happened freaking yesterday literally that's our yesterday. favorite thing because we used to like Morning hear forever. a story and then we'd be like grand we'll talk about it on Sunday or Saturday and it'll be six days later and no one cares and everyone's like no we're on to the next thing um, so they haven't confirmed as of yet I don't think Oh really? No it has been um, apparently a air quote close friend uh, spoke to AKA TMZ AKA Ariana Grande's manager <laughs> Maybe yeah No it's usually I think I remember reading that before I think So did they do that before a statement kind of thing? Yeah they kind of leak it out to the press to see the, to see the reaction Just to stop the whole like Yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah so what I remember Perez Hilton said that he was oh, like okay. he was like nine times out of ten you hear you see something that says like a close a close a close friend <laughs> right, it was like a source close to or a friend of blah he's like it's usually either the celebrity or it's their okay. manager just being like because it's basically someone saying tea, yeah, very good tea um, it's basically it's actually always made me look at celebrity gossip differently because I get what you mean it's kind of like they're just saying off the record. Getting the antennas out to see what the kind of first public yeah. perception is going to be like. Yeah, like are people on her side? Because then that will change her statement. You know, yeah, or yeah. people are on that his side. That will see her next move and how she's going to react to exactly, this. Exactly, because yeah. from this breakup, everyone's on freaking Ariana's side. Very from what I've so. seen. Yeah, so basically, so this was, um, they hadn't been, I mean, they've been seen, honestly. What date are we at today? We are on the 16th. They were last seen, I think, on the 10th. So that's pretty quick. Like, that's pretty, a short amount of time. That was 100% the theme of the whole relationship was quick Very and much. a short amount yeah, of time. Yeah, an intense <laughs> AF. So let's, um, let's break it down. Let's break it down. So first we're going to be talking about the, what the quickness of the relationship. I guess so. I mean, like, so. What I saw, I remember like, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about this in a second and expand on this more. But obviously, as we all know, Mac Miller did pass away, who was Ariana Grande's ex. And I remember sitting down on this couch right behind me and saying to Lindsay, 
do you think her and Peter are going to last? We were together the night that he passed away. No, we were actually together the night. I remember yeah. it was the night because he had passed away and Ariana had given <gasps> no statement. Yes. She had, she had been completely quiet on the situation. And yes. the world was literally... And I'm sorry if you yeah the well the world was just waiting for a statement because all like Mac had a he he oh god I love Mac he had so many freaking friends in the business who yeah. were all coming out and giving statements and like you know doing tributes to him on their live shows all that kind of shit was happening and she was the only one who was obviously probably one of the closest people to him who hadn't made a statement and Jenny and I were on my very couch and she we just put, recorded an episode of Vickals yeah. as I remember she had just put up a video <sighs> and like ex- gave her statement which was I so I just got chills I just got chills oh stop I, I actually the Mac things killed me we'll talk about that later I'll get my you're emotions you're I emotion. might cry later I'm fucking emotional today guys so I probably will be crying this mm. um episode just be prepared but um yeah so obviously she had broken up I think with Mac in March was, April yeah you think it was March yeah mm-hmm. March or April and she was then May was with, with yeah so Pete that's Davey what, baby. two months and not only is that like two months what did you say Davey baby <laughs> I said Pete Davey baby we're so obsessed with calling our agent Davey baby we, we Pete Davidson I say oh, Pete, Pete Davey that's why I said oh Pete my god Davey. I didn't get I thought you were Dave in the mind I was like <laughs> Jenny but it was sorry sorry Gertie anyway she got with Pete Davidson and it was obviously two this, months like, after two months after and it was this insane obviously that's where our if you haven't listened to the episode we've got an episode called Big Dick Energy that's where that meme came from which was probably the meme of the fucking that year that meme came in there fuck my yes. eyes that's what my friend Nadine was like I'm really gonna miss the memes like she yeah, put up a they post were, on they Instagram were, being like one of, I, I saw just that. take a minute yeah, to, we'll do my to favorite just memes. talk about the memes I saw that fucking Nadine like, goes bitch but like so they obviously Pete and Ariana got together um, they'd met before and their literal relationship was just a whirlwind like uh, but not in a romantic way like it was literally the most chaotic thing that I feel like Ariana was trying to pass off I mean I'm sure they did really like each other etc etc I feel like Ariana was really trying to pass it off as like logical and cool when I, I think every single fecker in the world was just like it wasn't watching a car crash because they weren't car crash but they were in the sense that like I likened it to Lindsay to, you know, when your girlfriend has just met this guy in the club and the next day she's like, he literally asked me to move in. I know. And you're like, oh, you're trying you're to kind, keep up with their You're kind of laughing. Delight. You're like, ha, ha, ha. And they're like, no, like, I'm going to do it. I'm moving in next week. How weird. Like, he How literally, weird. honestly, I'm not even joking, Jenny. I'm sorry, he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And like, he fucking loves my yeah. weird freckle. Yeah. And I'm like, you know how Paul hated my fucking freckle and always said, you get it removed. <laughs> he loves it. It's just fucking mad. Like, I've been in the situation with girls before where they're like, they've go- they've going out with a guy for a week and they're like, I said I loved him last night. And you're like, that's always and, me. And you're kind of like, <laughs> and they're like, he said it back, we love each other. I just have never felt like this. We've never, I've, I've never felt it before. Oh my God, I've never. And it, it was just the intensity. As the pal, you're just looking at it like, bah, bah, bah. how do I stop? And you're trying to, I mean, bleed in just simple little like, 
just maybe hold off. And there's there's no talking. No, to there's those. no. There's no. Once they're on that they're train, like, why would I bother holding off? It's here in front of me yeah. now. Why would I bother holding off? Why, like, why, I've why? held off for years, give and me, now I'm finally yeah, finding fucking three, three reasons why I should hold off. Being extremely happy. <laughs> give me three reasons. Extremely <laughs> 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 Literally like drool, like and foam coming yeah. out of their mouth. You know, okay, uh, there's no reason. There's no never mind. You're like, okay, it's fine, girly. It's fine, girly. You're like, fine. Anyway, he's moving over next week. You can go fuck off, and you have to move out of your room by tomorrow. Yeah, and I have to quit my job because at the end of the day yeah. like I don't have time to not be with him I yeah. can't well, go to work every day yeah. and I don't so spend time with him so we're just going to sign them. on the deal and get a fucking rent allowance and call it a day okay <laughs> and you're just like and then I, my favourite of that whole situation is when you're talking with your other girlfriends about it and you're like they're like ah it'll never last and you're like ah it'll never last and then everyone kind of goes quiet and you're, you know you're all thinking what if it does what last? What if it does? What if it does? Because that was kind of how I thought about the whole Ariana and Pete situation. Because I was like, ah, it'll never last. And then I was kind of like, imagine it did. Imagine, well, yeah, because that's just, an, again, like, I mean, but it, humans tend to kind of like make up their own inevitable. But at the end of the day, you never know. And there's been a lot of relationships, I remember from school even. Mm. There'd be relationships where like they had a really toxic start or whatever happened. And, you know, they were just young and full of calm, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, Everyone be like, oh, they're going to break up literally as soon as they go to college, they're going to break up. And here they are married with a kid, yeah. happy to say, like, all my that par- kind of shit. My parents got engaged after six weeks mm. and they're together 35 years or something, like, great, like, 30, like, yeah, 30 something there's years. There's definitely different levels of, like, a toxic, like, a, a quickness. There's some yeah. people who, like, I mean, we're all here for, we're all, like, dabbing our eyes, clapping away. They've met each other, they're together six weeks, but it's very, like, it's kind of like you guys maybe should be together mm. I've witnessed that before where like yeah, they've yeah, only yeah. known each other for three months and they're like getting engaged but I'm like you're like it's actually right yeah and it's also very kind of calm it's not mm. this whole I think the whirlwind is the kind of that's what and I think what we can talk about when we move on to the next kind of bit which is where we kind of saw this in their relationship was the public kind of image of it Mm-hmm. That was kind of like it wasn't just that they got together and they moved in. I mean, I'm sure a celebrity does that every second week, and we well, don't really yeah. know about it. And that's grand. It's your own shit, whatever. Who knows what goes on in celeb land? Yeah, but it was know. really the kind of charade and the kind of like I don't know. It was like it was like an SNL special. It was just like every week there was someone was saying something and let's move on to the part I think where we're talking about like how he spoke about her, which was kind of like. There was he kind of constantly had his her name in his mouth. Do you know what I mean? He um, which actually, so we'd had the whole Mac and Ariana relationship that mm-hmm. went on for um many years, which we will talk about in a second because I just need a minute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, and they were very much, they were quite quiet. And then Ariana and Pete burst onto the scene two months I after that breakup. I didn't know. Can I just say, I didn't even know Ariana Grande went out with Mac Miller. That's how low-key they were. Oh, I'm cool. same hun, same hun. And um, yeah, then her and Pete started going out and it was very much in your face. They were on every red carpet. They were constantly waltzing through New York. And he was constantly, like you said, um, having her name in his mouth. And he came out with like quite derogatory phrases, you know, covered in a mask of his... You know Being a Quite comedian Quite adoration And yeah comedian Yeah Which is also like I mean If there's two bitches Who can take a fucking joke With me and Lindsay Like yeah. We were even reading through There was an article earlier That was like Crazy things Pete Davidson Said about Ariana And some of them I was like Okay look He was clearly joking Like I, clearly, can, I can get like, that That's you know, fine Obscene ridiculous jokes That's just like He was kind of joking I think about the fact That he is um, With a lot more She was so much more wealthy Than him And he kind of joked About kind of there was one joke that he said swapping her birth control for Tic Tacs. But, you know, you can't blast him. He got a lot of heat for that. People saying like, how fucking dare he even consider that as a joke? To be honest, it is a joke and that would very much happen mm. if you change sexes. If like a woman is with a rich man and she goes, oh, Jesus, I should be having a kid with you. Like, yeah, I'm poking pricks in the condoms. That's yeah, the kind of vibe. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's a tongue in cheek and like, we can get that. But there were some things that he said that was like, Eek. I just found that like, Ariana Grande like obviously I know she's like promoting her album uh, but like one of the songs in the album was called Pete Davidson yet very few of the uh, interviews that I saw of her were only surrounding Pete Davidson like people would usually bring it up you know what I mean especially when she was on like the late night kind of Jimmy Kimmel vibe like shows because they all know him because he's on SNL or whatever yeah um, and they'd always be like oh so Pete blah blah she'd bring him up she would literally have a lol for four minutes and then she'd be like anyway so sweetener like she'd bring it back and to in business. public she's always like I mean it's even just there I was looking up at quotes that she had said mm-hmm. in interviews and stuff when they were together and she's very and she did the same she's very coy and mm-hmm. she's very like he's amazing I'm uh very happy and there's a lot of light in my life right yeah. now like, like it's I kind saw, of stuff like that That is a bit like Vaguey vaguey pop star vibes There was one interview And now I can't remember You guys are killing me Because I always do this In the fucking bottom I was like I remember one I can't remember the link But we there was that, one huh? That I saw Because I went through this Me and Lindsay went through An intense Ariana obsession When Sweetener came out I mean who didn't And I was watching a lot of Interviews with her This is pre-Max passing away um, and she at one point was talking about Pete and like I remember this was the first one that I was like oh maybe it's real kind of thing you know mm-hmm. where she was talking about Pete Davidson and like she was, oh, it was so bloody cute she was wearing this massive oversized white hoodie as per mm. and she just like someone brought him up and she was just like and she just like started crying but it wasn't like over the top and I was just kind of like oh but now looking back at it I'm like I really have only ever heard her say like very nice civil like even when she was crying it wasn't over the top you know it wasn't like he's the one who's made me complete she was just like he's so nice to me like it was very Mm. low-key however him on the other hand in interviews it was like he as i said couldn't keep her name out of his mouth like it was like his entire interview would be about ariana grande and he had that one i watched recently um clips of it with Howard Stern and Howard Stern was kind of like noting that Pete Davidson talks about how he's very insecure he's like a vulnerable kind of guy he wouldn't be like the most confident of men Mm -hmm. and obviously he has bagged this you know hottest bitch in the world pop star 
Um, now, Pete did come out and was vocal about the fact that like he was getting a lot of hate online. Mm-hmm. People were saying they wanted to like apparently one, you know, air quote fan um, of Ariana's came on Pete Davidson's Instagram and said that they wanted to stab him repeatedly Which is horrendous. in the face for being and let's with Let's go her. on record. Like, I mean, we yeah, do not condone that no, Of course, that that's bollocks. horrendous. And he was having to deal with that. However, in turn, he did say quite derogatory things I would consider um, such like... Um, he was speaking to a group of college students and he said they were asking what it's like to be with Ariana and he spoke and said like you know it's so sick it's like a hundred times sicker than you'd fucking think it is and yeah my dick is constantly hard and that kind of stuff um which is he like, spoke about their sex life like increasingly and like kind of constantly. Now he, um, I remember, didn't he say, now tell me if I'm wrong, I'm sure an Ariana fan would. Funny, we had Jason Kidd in the room. But <laughs> I do believe he true. said something like, she likes it rough. Or like, he just like. Yeah, no, he was being very open. And he said that I'm pretty sure on freaking Jimmy Kimmel or something, which is like, it's not like you're saying it on your Instagram story. You were saying this like on a hugely watched, like, late night show and your girlfriend is not just an Instagram model not that it makes an excuse but what I'm saying is that like your girlfriend has has a huge brand to um, protect and has just released a fucking album like you know what I mean like this is in the music and world she, like this yeah. is when your reputation really fucking matters and she definitely doesn't need help with um, getting her name out there it's not like yeah. you know like she's the star here so in that in my opinion if you were dating someone who was a huge brand to protect For you sure. keep numb and you let them do their shit because yeah. she's been doing it since she was a child. Especially like, if you are only getting this. I mean, let's be real. Pete Davidson. When did he get a slot before he dated Ariana Grande? I had never heard of him. Me Fee, neither. My sister has heard of him, but my sister is. I mean, I don't hugely watch into fucking SNL. celebrity and just, and just I, oh yeah yeah yeah. General. I don't know how she fucking heard of him because I hadn't. Um, Me neither because I don't watch fucking shitty. As Donald Trump says the failing SNL. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't watch it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, I sometimes if there was a hilarious clip like that was being put on Instagram or whatever, I would watch that. But like, yeah, he kept on continuously coming out with this kind of like just very derogatory, um, demeaning um, conversation, and then it would go. It, it was grabbing a lot of media attention, which was then kind of adding to the fact that they were being probably followed around New York mm. and. They also were really intense in that, like, he got tattoos. I think she got a tattoo. He now, got the matching covered. Manchester tattoo, didn't he? Um, he got, you know, the way she always wears the little bunny ear things. Oh, he got the bunny He ear. got that behind her ear, but on their last sighting, it had been turned into a heart. So <gasps> oh. people are thinking that maybe... It, the breakup happened a while ago. Yeah, or maybe they were breaking up and getting back together. Mm. Now, personally, and this is my prediction... I don't think it's the end of Ariane and Pete. I think when that level of toxicity happens, unfortunately, it sticks around Mm -hmm. for longer than it should. It's like a bad smell. I don't think, I think it would be like favorable for Ariana, especially if it just ended right here, right now. However, I feel like due to what's gone on in her life the past couple of years, I don't think she'll be able to just cut off a relationship, especially after... Like you know, luckily Ariana Grande is one of the few child stars and like kind of post Disney stars to actually have a very solid family around her. So Mm. from what I've seen, like she's insanely close to her granny, which kills me. If you go on her Insta, actually I think it's on her Twitter recently, she put up this video of her and her granny like waltzing to one of her songs. It's bloody adorable. Mm. Um, so I. However, I mean, so we're gonna move on and talk about kind of like how. Okay, so 
a lot of um, the kind of public's kind of conversation about Ariana, mm. especially after the Mac Miller, which got a lot of attention with his death, um, was that she has terrible taste in men. Like, why is this hugely successful? She hasn't really personally been in any um, controversy or drugs. That hasn't yeah. come out about it. She's, very, she's very vanilla. Very vanilla. Yeah, she is. Well, like, God knows what, who knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Behind the course. scenes. But like, you publicly, know, I, what I yeah, mean, you know. But if she's choosing these men, if she's choosing like Mac Miller, um, it's not been confirmed but it's looking like it was an overdose that killed him it wasn't a suicide really? um, and Ariana had spoken out about that she had tried to help his sobriety um, I think he was he was also quite vocal um, that he was I think it was either Oxy, heroin or you, Oxy I think it's Oxy yeah. like I mean I think it's like that fentanyl like what little peep died from mm-hmm. so it's usually yeah. like there are these like fentanyl is like a drug that's going around especially in America that's like I'm the mic drop mic drop literally um fentanyl as far as i'm aware correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure it's a horse opioid and it's late a lot of like dealers are putting that into like oxy that they're selling like they're lacing these pills in this extremely intense opioid which you can't survive when you take it like i think i'm pretty sure like every single person not Sorry, that's an overstatement, but uh, like ninety percent of the overdoses from opioids at the moment are either from like heroin or a fentanyl. So that's kind of I know that's what happened with Little Peep. Yeah, and it's a similar thing. The and thing with um, the opioid addiction is just so. Horrendous. Just to speak about Mac Miller for a while because this is obviously an integral part of the whole Ariana and Pete Davidson story, and which is, which is as well why it got a lot of media attention was because, like we said, she had just broken up with um, Mac Miller two months before she yeah. engulfed in this like massively. You know, public relationship How with were they Pete. Together for again? And they were together for two years, officially, knew each other officially years. but they knew each other. T- she was sixteen when she first met him. And what was really important, um, media-wise, about like Mac Miller and um, Ariana Grande was during the whole Manchester bombing situation, oh. and that the poor girl. I'm I know, sorry. I know, you, I know, you fucking Christ. forgot. So she obviously went through that. And actually what happened, so obviously that whole happened and Taylor Swift ordered her private jet to come and collect Ariana. Yeah, yeah. And then they were photographed. The and thing Taylor's me. done. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and what kills me, if you want to Google these images, because I did after my class. Oh, it's stunning. He, um, Not, sorry. No, I mean, it's just so sad. Yeah. She was getting off. Um, it was the first sighting of her when um, the Manchester bombing happened. It was the first photographs that were released of her. And Mac Miller literally met her on the tarmac at the end of the private jet and he's just like holds her and he mm. literally carries her into this freaking car and you can and tell just, that her like, mom's there she literally looks like a Dublin girl coming home from the sesh like yeah. her like tan <laughs> is kind of pa- but do you know what I mean like her tan because like Ariana's obviously f- famous for wearing like the littest tan in the like end yeah, game yeah like what she tanned that um, like. she literally her tan is all patchy obviously from like sweating and crying her like she has no foundation on but she has full eye makeup on and like so heavy lashes like she has her stage eye makeup on which means she obviously crying. hasn't even touched herself since no. she got Stage. she hasn't she, didn't she literally take got off her makeup she got on that plane and has cried the whole way home and he met her and then like she um i think one or two times came out and spoke about how he was such an integral part of her yeah, just her being recovery, there kind of. he like you know stopped a load of fucking shows that he had and he like i mean i didn't honestly start listening to mac until like i think i'd heard a couple songs or whatever but mm. like i listened his the album that he released just before he died is in freaking incredible is he wrote kids it's swimming. Swimming. Okay. He, um, I, I, ha- I still haven't gotten into him, so you I mean, will. I know. Like, I'm sure I will. will. I'm sure I, I will. I just, you know, when you haven't got around to it. I know. know. No, I just did because um, I, lo- I love a celeb. I get very invested. I get. Very, I love crying mm. about yeah, it and all that course. kind of stuff. And um, 
Yeah, but he was like a musician. Like he could play. He was like a multi instrumentalist. Mm. He could. He wrote the scores to every single crazy. Uh, part of that album. So there's like there's strings, there's piano, there's like you know there's keys, there's everything. Mm. Um, and he wrote the score of everything and the lyrics. And he like as well. His first single of the album was called Self Care, and he predicted his death because one of the lyrics is "And by September I fall," no. and he dies in September. So it's really fucking Ominous. haunting. And his last album or his last video, he's in this. Um, wooden coffin fighting to get out and he Stop. like scrawls something on the top of the coffin that says like we all die in the end but it's in like some kind of oh. it's in a different language so like it's just like media wise and just kind of like whoa that mm. trippy w- vibe of like literally and the fact that Mac Miller was on Instagram live and his live lasted longer than he did so what do you mean as in he died but he still had an Instagram live no live in his fucking, fucking Instagram. way. Are you joking? Yeah, his last live, he was like playing, he just did this deadly beat, he was playing piano, playing guitar, and he made this whole beat in his like music room. And that lasted longer. So that that still existed. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and that happened with Little Peep too. Mm. Yeah, That it did. had Little Peep, Little Peep had like a Snapchat which story is. up, which was being used and like, that actually got, um, which is kind of a good pair of social media, it actually got his drug dealer arrested. Mm. Because I can't remember the details of it But maybe someone can tell us I think it was something to do with like There was a video And like people were saying that they were filming him Dead But like they weren't But then the Basically they were able to prove that the dealer was in the tour bus Who sold him okay. the fentanyl yeah. And then they were able It was a girl And they were able to arrest her mm. And fucking Thank god they did her for Because that's fucking Apparently she even knew Oh yeah I remember seeing that Yeah, yeah like Because I remember disgusting. Like with Mac Miller's It was purely just like He looked completely Ugh. Like uh, healthy I mean he had just been And I'm sure You know Like Ariana and him Apparently had a you know, they must have had a stressful relationship. Yeah. He was an addict. And and had struggled again, like men- mental health wise. I think he was pretty open with that, wasn't he? Like, he had Yeah, depression. well, he definitely, like, I mean, a lot of addicts who are, yeah. they're using, they're self-medicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Especially with like opioids and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, completely. You know? But uh, he also was integral in the whole, like, her evolving from the Disney star to this kind mm. of where her music came. Um God. Because they did so much music together. That's how they kind of began their relationship. He was like really inspiring to her and kind of like, Paved the way for like Helped her with her like Music mm. growth And they did loads of, Like he did He came back to Manchester She did that gig in Manchester Completely free He did that yeah. with her oh, So yeah. like so You know such Not only a relationship But like What a relationship yeah. To have To go through so much With someone Especially at a young age It's like kind of like That whole like I know a lot of people are still kind of have a lot of love for like their first love because they're like me, Lindsay mm. Down. <laughs> You'll hear about that on our Patreon soon, why? Yeah, um, however, a lot of people I know, which is very valid, which is like they still have because it's like you kind of did like have this formative years together and you grew up into being an adult together, you know? Yeah, so or if it is hard as well. Like if you have dealt with something massive in your life mm. and. To go through with someone. Yeah, and you just like, that's the person who you can yeah. kind of Cause have the memories probably with Probably the only person that she can talk to that about. He obviously would, would probably have seen be her him. go through that. And then with Pete Davidson, so they broke up. Um, Mac Miller and Ariana broke up and it was not a, their relationship was quite quiet. They didn't speak like in the comparison between like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Mac Miller and Ariana Grande Kept it very under wraps. Yeah. She barely spoke about it. He wasn't on he her Insta, more, barely. No. At all. No, they did a few snap 
chats together. That but it was of, never like couple, couple, couple. It was never snogging on the Brooklyn Bridge. It was never that Because I remember the first time I was aware of the whole Pete Davidson and Ariana thing was because that was the conversation that people were like, hold on. She never posted Mac. She never really did this. Mm. And yet like, with I think within the first like two weeks of the, her and Pete da- dating, there were like six pictures of Pete on his her Instagram just him like there was one of him like rolling on the floor laughing and she yeah. it was like a purple heart it was constant and yeah it was like he was her boyfriend from the second they clearly started dating and mm. it was a big thing because they knew they met while her and mac were dating that was a big thing too that well she was it on was not, not only a big thing that they that they met when she started dating pete she came out and said that when i saw him Oh, I said yes. to my best friend I'm going to marry that guy And she was with Which Mac. was literally The biggest kick in the teeth Because oh. she basically said I was with you And thinking you have Another fucking yeah. guy and, like, and also like I mean girl he's, I, To me that's a sign You probably shouldn't be With your fella If you're looking at Another fella and going I'm going to marry him No like, but again Like maybe don't go through The two year yeah, relationship yeah, If yeah, you're seeing yeah. a guy That you're No totally That's marry. what I mean It's like yeah. That's a sign Like if I was still with Michael And I sat down to Lindsay And I saw a waiter And went that's the man I'm going to marry. Lindsay you would either like, commit me. Okay, well, for, don't Michael if you want to <laughs> yes, marry Yes, exactly. Writer. If you're thinking about marrying someone else but your fella, not that you should be only thinking about marriage, but like if that thought comes into your head over like, I mean, obviously you can fancy other people. I but totally believe so in that. But it was just so yeah, insensitive to, for her to come she, out with that. to go back on her talking shit that is so like the way he talked shit not talk shit but like the way he was quite derogatory towards her like that's very derogatory towards and disrespectful towards her last relationship so horrible like i mean just like i mean you know this is kind of what we're talking about right now is kind of like i guess when is the right time and the kind of stigma around introducing a new guy in your insta because i think it's also kind of like i mean she was with mac for those for those good few years that was a good one, a good one. <laughs> so she was with Mac for a good few years they obviously had a valued relationship they were very much in each other's lives they you know made music together they were like an integral yeah. part of each other's lives and that ended for whatever reason we won't we will never know doesn't matter either no but then she started quite soon after getting with Pete and it became this huge whirlwind and the whole world was watching and it just seemed extreme, like extremely insensitive to Mac. And I think, like you said, that's when you started paying attention. That's why it got such media attention because it was literally this like walking, talking slap in the face to her previous relationship. And so we kind of want to just touch on, you know, obviously Ariana is one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so her knowing that she if she was going to go out hand in hand with a new guy or talking about a new guy knowing that like it most definitely is going to get back to her ex without a shadow of a doubt but also we are in a world where kind of everyone is their own mini celeb whether it's just being a mini celeb in your hometown if you have a facebook account where you have a certain amount of friends um that know this person know this person if you like how like the disrespect that does go on we just want to talk about that like what would you consider disrespectful um Mm. or you know how do you manage how do you micromanage not only it's almost impossible being respectful it's all it's really i think it's honestly one of these new phenomena 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 whatever that has come out of social media because you know, we've spoken about this before. Like one thing that my mum said that me and Lindsay always are like, oh my God, it always shakes us to our freaking core. Where my mum mm-hmm. was like, 
and it was after watching listening to an episode of it gal she said like it's mad because back in my day when you broke up with your ex that was it bye but she said nowadays when you break up with someone that you're following them quite literally forever even if you don't follow them they're still Your friends will screenshot a moment of their lives and yeah. put it into the whatsapp group it happened so, with me yesterday yeah exactly so it's like it's just a very strange thing it's like how do you exactly as you said Lynn's like how do you micromanage kind of emotions and how do you on one hand also when is the right time you know because like beforehand it's always like oh when's the right time to date someone but now it's like okay I'm gonna date them and then I'm gonna come out with it because I've also seen situations where say a girl has had this long-term boyfriend all over insta etc etc they break up grant and then the girl has no fella on her insta for like a year Mm. a year and a bit then she debuts a fella then all of a sudden the rumor mill isn't like oh my god she's got a new fella like no one's like great she waited the appropriate amount of time (laughs) people are like i wonder how long she was secretly dating him before she you know what i mean or like like, oh my god i wonder if he's seen do you think he's seen yeah or he hasn't put up any girl but i feel what i mean is that like i feel like people then kind of put it backtrack it and be like they were definitely waiting for at least a year you know that way I feel like people would definitely congratulate that though I think they would but what I mean is that I've been in the situation where it hasn't not that it hasn't been congratulated but where people will still look for the juice they'll still be like well I heard they've been dating for six months even if you have been dating for six months and you haven't put I think I think it's the brazenness Mm. that really people find difficult and not only like I mean like, like with the whole Ariana thing think but it. it was so brazen with Ariana it was but like when I it's just like hilarious thing that like we can be brazen with other people's relationships when you like think of that in the outer way it's like that's literally none of my business how do you mean as in like and like I'm not saying I'm above it I've I've you know gone down this rabbit hole girlies I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I'm like you know it's ridiculous when people do this but like it is ridiculous that we feel our opinion on someone else's new relationship matters it doesn't matter no but that's not the point I think the point is that like when you see like say I remember and I think like we were talking about like Kanye West being open about his mm-hmm. mental health, for example. Mac yeah. Miller also clearly, Mac Miller is an addict. He clearly oh, struggles totally, yeah. a lot. Yeah. So when people were seeing Ariana be so brazen in the fact that she was like, yeah. oh, I'm so in love. This is the best relationship. It was almost like, like her like, trolling it was li- Yeah, it was literally like, I cannot believe that you are literally juggling with someone's fragile mental state. Mm-hmm. For what reason? Because you're so invested in this new relationship. But and then it's the I same guess. Like, if you, like, I mean, if you want to be so inconsiderate, I think people just do have, uh, like, you know, Africa, you do have, like, you're able to judge when you feel secondhand empathy towards someone. Like, if you, or if, say if I had broken up with Jimmy and literally two weeks later was like, I'm so glad to have this amazing man in my life. That's brazen. And I'm sure people viewing that, however, whether it's their business or not, would feel empathetic towards Jimmy mm-hmm. because they had followed or seen, known, were aware that we'd been going out for a certain length of time. I guess I think more, that's the problem. I, I understand that totally. But I guess more my point is like, where is the line where you owe someone something? Like where where is the line that you should sacrifice you just doing you rather than like, you know what I mean? Like to kind of accommodate for your ex's feelings. Now, obviously, I would agree with you like 99.99% of all of everything you just said. 
I'm I'm just genuinely playing Thank devil's you. advocate. You know what I mean? I think that I just think that like what it is is that like I saw I saw a lot of uh, Ariana kind of getting kind of like that she should take on the emotional weight and the emotional kind of responsibility of Mac Miller's addiction through her relationship where it's like we don't know how that relationship fell off we don't know what they went through we don't even know like how long they were actually broken up for like you know like it's always going to be a mystery so it's like you know say they broke up in March she got with Pete Davidson I 100% agree that it was really intense as I've spoken about car crash wipes however it's like if she was happy like I mean who are we to tell her that like she's the one who should be carrying the emotional weight of Mac Miller's addiction and like if you have had a boyfriend like or a partner who struggles with like addiction or mental health issues like should you then sacrifice your own happiness just to accommodate their issue do you know what I mean I get that and she obviously um she had broken she up with Mac Miller and um in the the same month that she broke up with him he was arrested for a DUI he um crashed his big SUV and he fled the scene and it turned out that he was drinking under the influence and he was arrested and there's been constant murmurs about there had been at that point um about Max um addictions he had spoken about it he's sung about it he's been open enough about it he's Mac was someone who definitely wasn't good at speaking he was just a musician he, yeah. so he would speak a lot about it in his music he's like hard in his sleeve kind of guy yeah his music. and um so Max fans then instantly like you know holding fire went straight mm-hmm. to Ariana and um were blaming her being like look at you you broke up with him and he flaunted this new rela- relationship and now he's you know put in the position of like drinking blah blah and she, you know getting all this hate and she came out with a statement which basically just was saying I'm not his babysitter mm-hmm. I did my best to try and kind of maintain some sense of sobriety in his life it didn't work yeah I'm not in control of his sobriety I can't fix him yeah and I'm not like I don't have to like freaking play-doh my life around his to yeah. kind of make it like this soft space so he can kind of maneuver in it without him being triggered over everything mm-hmm. and we are in the era of everyone being triggered and you can't do this and you can't do that I think the difference I guess is when like if we're talking about Instagram mm-hmm. it's like be happy no one does not want Ariana or didn't want yeah. Ariana Grande to be happy in a new relationship mm-hmm. and thriving and in a loving relationship and all that but I think the brazenness and the consistent like um, flaunting of it on this like she obviously knew the paparazzi were there a lot of the like you know that that wasn't a secretive thing they were both like mm. that was quite clearly um, premeditated that that would be that that was I don't know whether the paparazzi were called who knows but like it's kind of the same as like say with a regular person with Instagram be happy shag whoever you break up with someone I don't think that I think if you break up with someone I personally don't really agree with the whole like he slept with someone two days later I think once you're broken up you are broken yeah, up and that's, that's the line given. kind of thing however it's a difference when you're bringing in social media and the ability for that for your ex to know yeah like you can sleep with someone you can kiss me you can whatever but mm. if you're putting it up in social media wanting them to know that's vindictive in my opinion well it's vindictive yeah if you go into it with a uh... Uh, ulterior motive of being like I'm only going to get with this person to piss off my ex now do I think Ariana did that no I don't I think that she was 100% maybe on a whirlwind situation 
and this is just me completely speculating of course I also think that like her and Max's relationship was probably quite tumultuous with his uh, addiction problems and Mm -hmm. maybe she kind of came out of that relationship extremely raw and then latched onto this guy who was probably so adoring of her and also fun and maybe yeah and like very free of responsibility and it was just funny and cool and that's maybe why she embraced it so much and flaunted it I don't think she did it in a vindictive way but I agree with you that I do I have seen people do that kind of shit um on Instagram where it's like I'm like okay we get it you broke up with someone like can you please stop like you know doing x y and z with all these people in the club it's like you always I think everyone can like always it see with me like yeah everyone can always see a, a pic. time and my ex was literally drunkenly snogging a girl yeah on his social media like it was not, know, not in, on a tv show <laughs> and yeah and on a tv show and all that stuff yeah like it's not the fact that I don't think he should be allowed to snog someone no. or even snog someone that I know of or whatever like I know what group she wants in mm-hmm. that's all you know ain't nothing but a thing but it's the literally holding the camera in your hand videoing it yeah (laughs) and like you know I think there was just no there was no care for Mac in the whole Ariana Grande thing like she literally seemed to brush him off to the side and just be completely encapsulated in this whole whirlwind and I get it she you know she probably just had her reasons that she was like in this bubble but that's yeah whether but when you're in the bubble though it's very hard to you're not thinking logically that's that's i'm not saying what she did was respectful i agree i agree with you i agree with you hon but what i'm saying we agree for once (laughs) wow (laughs) take note girlies um episode 60 we agree but what i mean is that like i just think it's so nuanced Especially when there, it's been quite traumatically and like traumatic relationships and also very like tumultuous relationships, even with you and Jimmy. I'm not saying he's right whatsoever, but I'm just yeah, like, but it was very toxic and it that was kind a to- of it was like it was a toxic relationship, forever. and then a toxic relationship uh, will always breed a toxic breakup. You can't have a, yeah, yeah, an yeah. amicable breakup with a toxic or a relationship. kind of like civil kind of normal exactly. Human. So it's like with Ariana, I felt like her that relationship probably was quite emotionally draining so almost when she got this kind of wind of relief of what she thought was this fun kooky this fun guy they were prancing around and wide together and they were like engaged so quick like in lollipops she was dressing him can i i I do want to read out that tweet uh that i that i read because like obviously i mean the one thing we will say about fucking ariana and pete is that like meme worthy gold I mean Oh I know The one of her the licking memes. the lolly the, like, That's where Big Dick Energy came from That exact meme Like it's fucking iconic um, So I saw a meme Or I saw It was on Twitter actually It was a tweet But that has become a meme It has 31,000 retweets Ooh, child. Um, And it said Ariana had to learn the hard way What all women found out eventually That sometimes you think a guy is amazing Funny Loving And sexy Turns out he's just tall. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is tall. And that is basically what I feel like she's like. I mean, I remember saying to Lindsay before, my when I was single, my biggest fucking thing was I'd be like, he's an artist, he's artistic, he's sensitive, he's in he looks inside himself, he's deep. Turns out he's just quiet and boring. Like that was it. I was but like six foot. 
Not even the tallness. My thing was just. I've been there with the tallness. The tallness I have in there because we're tall gals. So, like, yeah, when so you find a fellow over six foot, you're like, yeah, you're like I forget what he's like because I can't really see him. For me, so it was like, I would just, I would always find out I would be ending up with the most boring fuckers and being like, he's an artist. The reason he's not talking a lot is because he's all of his attention is in with He's constantly art. observing. He's constantly, I mean, he's wrecked from doing his latest fashion show. I mean, I'm literally doing this and then I'm like, oh wait, he wasn't interesting, nor creative, nor funny, nor insular looking, <laughs> nor deep. Just a boring fucker. Like, that's about it. And this lick me out. And the Ariana thing, it's so true. Just like, oh, sorry, you just got one. Although she's so small, he might be five foot eight, hon. But also <laughs> true. But I'm hiccuping. But also what happens, Um, I think if you have been through a relationship that was quite toxic um, and difficult which must have been and actually Mac Miller's best friend I can't remember his name but he, he did a podcast after the death oh and yeah 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 when Ariana because like a, within hours of the death Ariana had to turn off comments on her last post because she was literally getting trolled to fuck mm-hmm. being blamed for this death which like honestly when 22 people I think um died in Manchester Bonnie, that she was he, also blamed for that she she wasn't well, probably by some trolls. Oh no, that's yeah. what I mean. She was trolled for it. Yeah, or or else if not, how could you not blame yourself? It was literally your concert. Oh my that god! This happened yeah, at. I mean, she that has PTSD happened. from her diagnosis. Yeah, so I mean, how could you not? How and, would you not? Yeah. Um, and the bravest thing ever that she went back and did that fucking free concert. In the same venue, and she got the tattoo. Like, I mean, how? Like, I mean, Just honestly, fair folks on. But um, yeah, like she obviously had this like really intense kind of low-key secretive um, relationship with Mac and she was trying to maintain his sobriety and his best friend came out and said like she was the most active person in his life at trying to get him sober. Mm. She was completely obsessed with trying to get him sober. She would be on the phone all the time. She would be like, what can I do? What do I do? Etc. Like it was, and like in her um, statement when she finally brought out her statement, she was like, we've talked about this. We thought this would happen. We, As in like, this was not like a shock to the point of like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. The f- it must have even, you know, in some cases been like more traumatizing that mm. she was like, I tried my best to avoid this. And that could have fed into the breakup too, you know, mm. it's just like there's so much shit. Yeah, that she could have and just been like, I just want to have fun with a guy. I've dealt with mm. a guy who has like huge addiction problems and I just want to be able to run around New York with a guy, buy a freaking pig and get tattoos and just be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot about the pig, sorry. I know, the fucking piggy small, <laughs> sorry, gas name. <laughs> it's called. And loads of people were like, who gets custody of the pig? <laughs> now, to wind it up. Um, I think we have to wrap it up. We're actually, we're quite tight on time yeah, right now. Sorry, to wrap it up, I just want to quickly talk about, obviously, the conclusion is that um, they have broken up, apparently. It's ended. The relationship is done. And now, obviously, again, the media is horny for this and just being like, the tipping point was the Mac Miller thing. So it's kind of like, you know, obviously Ariana, unfortunately, like the poor girl had, you know, the worst thing that could happen if you break up with someone and then you, you know, get with a new partner that you actually do feel that you're in love with, your ex-partner dies. And like, I mean, that's just, I can't imagine her heartbreak. It must be just so, because like I said, he just released that album. He'd announced a tour. So she probably in some regard was like, I know that he struggles with his addiction. However, he's released this tour. He's doing really well. Maybe she felt like I can kind of sit back easy a bit. He has his people minding him. He's doing okay. 
and then that must have hit her like massively and it's kind of it's just a sad kind of conclusion because like we were seeing Ariana having a bit of like fun after like really horrible year and then like Pete Davidson did seem to be there for her after the breakup but it does seem that like it must be quite impossible to like say mourn an ex-boyfriend whilst you know being in that whole kind of lustful relationship that yeah. they were in you I know? mean it's just like I guess what it is is like you know as you're saying all this trauma these kind of like built up trauma that she's had like, amongst I'm sure the unknown trauma that she's just like experienced through the relationship plus the Manchester thing plus him helping her I remember seeing that he had died and just being like if she's in her right mind she won't marry this fucker just because like mm. that would bring up like talk about actually being triggered like I'm talking about this in the actual sense not like oh my god you just said the word grey I'm triggered you know like yeah, yeah. actual triggering extreme severe trauma and probably very emotionally involved deep feelings that I'm sure she's trying to work through like even for her even if it is just her as you said like maybe it's not the end of them even if it is just her like taking a fucking break mm-hmm. to kind of have like a moment to be like holy shit in the last 12 months I have had 22 fans die an ex-boyfriend you know allegedly overdose released an album like that's so intense that's more stress than any of us regular peoples will ever have to go through in our and lifetime doing it all with the media watching your exactly movie. like I mean because she's huge this album's gone massive so you know to wrap it up I just hope that not that you'll ever freaking hear but like I do hope I have the best wishes for Ariana Grande and I think she seems like a really sweet person and I know I mean I, love I just feel like this poor girl has been dealt such a hard like hand in life I know it's oh, away from the, the fame whatever I mean who gives a fuck about but fame but also shows Every like single what fame... good is that gonna do for her but that's what I mean like, what, I mean, like she's what? just really severely dealing with these things in a really nice apartment or wherever the fuck she yeah. is yeah I mean like uh, just with like having people who can probably like, buy yeah and, and like we're obviously funny. not like I mean obviously the people who were you know on the ground during that attack in Manchester we're not in any way taking away from their trauma like you know what I mean it's like we're not saying that like she was the biggest victim of it all obviously no not. I think it's just like just like uh, no one really of, consider I mean people were like you know oh poor Ariana I think like in the Manchester bombing is it was very much focused on the victims and people as it just, should be and pe- yeah of course and people just were congratulated Ariana on actually coming back and yeah, doing yeah, that and yeah, fundraising yeah. and how she dealt with it she dealt yeah. like that with like a fucking saint I will say that like she dealt with like yeah. a pro she has had like you can just tell how much it's meant to her it's almost like kind of I think given her like a new lease of like creativity and kind of a new lease of like well the way that was really like I mean she would know. always after that whole Manchester thing she will always have a massive like you know that just really built up this integrity that Disney stars or Nickelodeon yeah. stars find really hard to gather and mm. it did gather the way that she dealt with that was just like unimaginable the way that she literally yeah. went straight back to do that concert so then I think everyone no matter if they're an Ariana fan or if they care for her music I think everyone always just kind of you know hoped that I mean she would she had enough trauma in that mm-hmm. So anyway, then when I think well, let's happened, just wrap it up. I think we are we're rambling now, but girlies, let us know what you think. I mean, I think like the way that we deal with celebrity mental health and the way that we talk about them, talk at them. But we talk about celebrities in a way to kind of like 
I mean, these are huge, big superstars who are dealing with stuff well, on a kind of wider scale. So it's okay to talk about. So if you have um, broken up with someone having a traumatic relationship and then like wanting to flaunt a new relationship that you're really happy in, just um, share your stories. If you have any stories that we were that could kind of resonate with what we we're talking about today. Or if you were on the receiving end of being broken up with and an ex-boyfriend is flaunting a relationship and it made you feel a certain type of way, we'd love to hear your stories. We can share them anonymously on the podcast or just maybe get inspired for a totally different topic that could be inspired for them. So, yeah, so thanks so much. Uh, buy tickets to our live show on Friday. And, whoa, burping, sorry. We'll see you Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.